<laughs> this this where we will we'll start the drum roll. Play, maybe I will play some epic music this time as well. I yeah. almost intentionally sabotaged my own podcast last episode. No, she I know was like, do. "Tim, you got to play something epic." I immediately went to OC Remix and typed in "chill" as like my tag, yeah. and then picked something from Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get the least epic thing I can possibly find. So, yeah, I do yeah, actually I need to play that one coming. I, I need to get some chicken. Player 2, Pissacast episode 111. My gosh, you know we're going to have to record 111 more of these before we get like the nice number, number, number combination happening again. I like to savor these small things that happen. Um, this makes me feel old. <laughs> uh, when like, at some point you realize like certain dates have come that are like just cool little things that line up in the calendar and it's happened a few times and you're like I remember the first time I thought that looked cool and I was like 12 and now I'm not 12 <laughs> I mean the Dreamcast came out on 9 nine ninety nine. I remember Uncharted being like 11 11 11 and I'm like oh wow that even that was um a while ago now yeah. that was yeah. comfortably over a decade ago now <laughs> and it was yep. probably the worst Uncharted um I'm tied to the Vita one, I guess. Um, anyway, yes, my <laughs> name is um, Tim Henderson. I am back from a very stressful trip around the Americas. Um, there is a story there that I may tell the others um, in the break if I'm not just cooking chicken because my life is weird. Um, but before then, um, said others include Rob. You are back to save the show. <laughs> yes, uh, last minute, last minute filling of like our related topic so hopefully i can have some good contributions on that <laughs> nobody wants the easy ones this is like the easiest thing ever yeah. like you so you're i'm sure you're happy to like just like lie down in the fact that you've basically written I, this episode five times already i i can take any easy episodes i can get to be honest the less i have to think at this point in time the better it's great <laughs> this point Fair in time enough. or just in general just in general, honestly, like, you know, I'm getting to a point in my life where thinking causes more stress than most things, so we'll just put it in cruise mode and go from there. Get over, get over 40 and, yeah, like, just come on, man. Yeah, just, let me just press the button and, like, let the autopilot handle that shit. <laughs> and, yeah, so, the, yeah, the, the reason we're calling it easy is because, you know, sometimes you have to think about a topic, which means we also have to think about things related to the topic, and sometimes there is this weird mess of events that are basically E3, except it's not called E3, so we'll call it Key 3, and we then reflect on those and say basically what we did like and what we didn't like, and at some point we run out of stuff to say and we tie up the episode, which is, you know, episode 111. Formula, and it works. It works. It's what people are here for anyway. We could... Seriously, if we did something else at the moment, we could have, like, the most in-depth, amazing conversation ever. And, like, nobody would bother to say the topic anyway, so it wouldn't matter. No, no, we'd get to school. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, um, so, yeah, before all the, the Summer Game singular... God. The Summer Game Fest stuff. <laughs> um, you know, there are also actual games, you know, that happen. And somehow, just to, you know, just to be unique amongst the gaming podcast, we have somehow gotten this far without talking about, um... Tears of the Kingdom. So, Rob, I will ask you, how is the prequel to Boogers of the Democracy? <laughs> I've I've really been enjoying it. So, well, hot funny. take here, Rob. <laughs> right, but there's 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 one thing that really explains why because I never played through Breath of the Wild, and the reason I believe it is for me is when Breath of the Wild came out and I got my Switch, I was mostly playing handheld. 
But now I'm playing docked, and I feel that the Zeldas feel better as an experience on the couch with a gamepad. Oh, this is going to be an interesting back and forth. Elaborate why. Rather than, like, for me, just sitting on the couch playing on the TV, rather than playing with them handheld. Just because of the more, the slower nature of them compared to, like, other Zelda games, and the, the sort of more, like, the nature of being able to just go through, maybe do some shrines and do some exploring. Like, I've... I, I have not played anywhere near as much as some other people. Like I, and I, we were talking the before show that you knew some people who had crossed into the triple digits of, of playtime. At least three. I'm or four. Still, I, for some reason, I was looking at my friends list yesterday, and yeah, the the, the hundred hours has been crossed by a few. And I don't have an extensive friends list on my Switch. I should also point out. Yeah, so I mean, I've got friends who've probably done the same, and I've not. Um, but like, I've been taking it a little slow, a little more methodically, and I think it's as an experience compared to Breath of the Wild. It, it's structured a lot more in terms of like here's the stuff you can do so it's not just like one one sort of main quest and then run into stuff on the way where it's like okay I've got sort of enough little side quests to do and I'm still doing side stuff because I'm trying to just get enough you know some more health and stamina before I tackle the wind temple boss um, but yeah it's like I just love the the spacing of it like literally doing that thing where you finish your tutorial and get off the the sky temple and you just go sailing down and it's just like seamless yeah, it's I've just like a lot it, of like you can do that and then mild spoiler i guess although i kind of predicted this then you can literally do that like all the way to like underground and yeah. it's just like all there and it's like how are they doing that on a fucking switch the, it doesn't have an the streaming is not particularly powerful at all like yeah the streaming that they've got for, for loading the map in those pieces is just like yeah, I'm still my mind still boggles of that, and like just the the work with all the the physics engine behind all the all the contraption making. Um, and I know some people don't like that aspect of it. I I haven't got far enough to to make the mechanical monstrosities that I've seen, like people making mecha. Like I've seen Gundams yeah, and the penis monster like, with the flamethrower. <laughs> oh my god, that is I'm still kind of in awe of that. I'm like, you know what? Bravo. I. Almost wish it had like a Death Stranding kind of like shared world kind of shit going on. <laughs> yeah, like that's the one thing. If they'd made it a way that you could save those and share them to like your friends or whatever, that would have been amazing. Like, I imagine it's probably a bit too much. In probably terms of, have like, to be just friends. Actually, I don't think Nintendo yeah. wants like seven-year-old Jimmy yeah. running into penis <laughs> no. SDI monster. It would have. Yeah, you'd have to be your friends list. You'd have to have Switch Online. Probably Switch Online with the expansion pack. Uh, yeah, and and all of that nonsense of being able to share that would be cool because I'd love to be able to say make something and fling it off to like my friends who are playing and then they can fling me stuff but yeah. I imagine there's a lot of technical logistics that yeah. don't make that happen Actually, and look, before we get online sorry. and Nintendo never been the best of friends they're still making pretty good money that's, though so like, there may be something yeah. there um, yeah I, that's I, true I, before we get any deeper um, Rob, I, I, I do have to ask you so like how much have you played in handheld versus so with tears, I am pretty much a hundred percent docked. Okay, this is Whereas, interesting. Because like I think when I started breath, like it was a hundred percent handheld. I wasn't like my living situation meant I couldn't use it docked. Um, right. This this is this is extra interesting versus where I'm coming from because I've I've told this story before. I think and the reason why I like I felt like I bounced off breath was I was actually playing it on a Wii U because you know I was one of the you know that common jokes. I the whole bought one of those things. Um. And aside from the early frustration of like, oh, they clearly have like functionality for the like gamepad that then they ripped out because, you know, you can't have this version of it having an advantage of the Switch one. I had this huge 
mostly with rain. I, I would, I was like, okay, I've got like an hour between work shifts. I'm like back home, like I was in North Osaka, and I've got to go to South Osaka. I've got like an hour at home, I'm going to play this game. And I would like start exploring, and I would start climbing a mountain, because you know, that was the big thing, you can fucking climb anything. And then it would rain, <laughs> and I'd fall to the bottom, bottom of the fucking mountain. Yes. Every single time, it just did not respect my time, and I all, my theory was always that like, Okay, like doing that grindy stuff on the train would probably take the edge off the frustration a lot. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because it I'm, would bother me a lot less if I was on the train for twenty minutes and that happened versus this was my free hour and now yeah. my thing happened. Hmm. I, I will have to consider that. I have to. I will have to maybe try that and see whether how that feels of just like yeah, having that twenty minutes here because I don't, I don't ride stuff much now because I basically am at home full time so I mean that probably helps um, actually because like again my situation was I have this one hour yeah but I'm also living and, in a country with many many trains yeah whereas for me it's like bus train kind of deal to get anywhere so it's like I mean like 10 minutes on a bus then onto a train for like 30 minutes or so 30-40 minutes and so I could play on that second snip but not that first kind yeah. of kind of deal um but yeah, as, as I said, I, I mean, again, I'm joining the chorus, so I'm not really adding anything new. But yeah, it's I'm really finding it like it, it sort of takes a lot of the the cork stuff that was neat with Breath of the Wild and refines it a bit. It makes it just it makes it a little more like it helps me for being able to sit down and be a little more guided, which is the one of the problems I had with Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, this I like the sound of the, the fact that it like just gives you like just put some signposts up, please. Like, yeah, I, it, I get- it puts a lot more. Like, I found myself just. I've already got a whole bunch of side quests and the, the UI for it in the map, like, again, I don't remember if it's what Breath of the Wild did, but, yeah, it just has, you know, the quest and it shows on the map and it structured stuff a little more better to help me just get moving. And then, but also some of the stuff, like, um, I guess, spoiler, ascending to the Wind Temple um, was just this really cool, this really cool bit of platforming. Like, you're you're going up and you're having to, like, do these, like, jumps over, like, platforms and that sounds like it would be a disaster, but just the scope of it, I just thought was really cool as like a visual, as a visual thing as you're ascending because you're just having to do these things, fight some stuff, solve some puzzles, and work your way up. And then you get to the temple, and then you do stuff, and then you, where where I'm up to there is the boss now because, like I said, I'm just getting more health and stamina before I tackle it. So I really like it's got me wanting to probably go back to breath later when I'm done with this. Um, and, Do you and think see- it's going to, like, expose a breath actually did have some shortcomings that we just didn't know because we didn't have this more refined version? I expect so. Like, I think you're always going to see that. Like, when you have a game, a sequel that that iterates quite heavily, it's a very visible, visible way. It, it almost I- feels like DLC that maybe, maybe it is, like, DLC that just turned into a full game, which is, like, I completely mean- fine because all accounts is magnificent, but... Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things is, like, supposedly they just spent so much time in QA and polish. Um, like, that really just adds up to why it just feels so seamless. Um, yeah, also, one of the only companies in the world that can do that, too, remember? Yeah, yeah. it they're seems very, to be, like... Really position. I think that is yeah. a Nintendo secret source, in all honesty. Yeah. Like, above all else, is Nintendo understands polish and, like, playtesting. Yeah. And just give it as much time as it needs and they've got the backing to do that not every company can say oh here we'll give you another 12 months without any income coming in 
Whereas Nintendo yeah. can, they can just go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's partly Take like partly partly attitude. I mean, I'm sure EA has enough money in the coffers to do it. They they they're just mentally different about it. Yeah, yeah and also I think a lot of holders and things. Yeah, I think a lot of Western companies are just like they could do it, but they just don't. They can't see the investment that it brings. Um, I, th- like I think ha- the companies themselves, in a lot of ways, could. It's the shareholders that can't. The public side, and, of it, yeah, yeah, and the shareholders are the ones that you know they want their dividend, right? So, yeah, that's what drives it, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like what we're seeing going down with Embracer. Um, mm. That's 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 a very unnerving thing right now. Yeah. God, I thought they bought that square shit in the fire sale. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> But yes, final yeah. thoughts on Breath of the Kingdom. Like, is there anything that's like actually like just kind of stood out to you as like a cool little, huh? They did that, or yeah, I mean, I think it's like again for me, it's that whole for me that whole sequence in the ascent to the Wind Temple was just like just draw go- draw dropping in the in the, the the scope of it. Just the fact it was like again showing that seamless transition nature of the of the engine. And just the cool sequence of platforming because platforming in 3D, unless it's a, like a Mario or, or something like that, you know, it can be a bit hit or miss. And here, I feel they nailed it, not to the extent of the Mario, but it was just a cool sequence that I really enjoyed working my way through. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be continuing on it as I can. It's, I imagine it's going to be a game they'll be playing for quite a long time just because of the scope oh, of yeah. it. I think based people, on what I, I do think people will be playing this for the rest of the year. Like, I yeah. think that's, like, without question. I, I think, guess. I absolutely think there'll be a lot of people doing it for sure. Um, I feel sorry for those who've had to speed rush it or those, you know, playing it on stream and just having to speed power through. It's just like, yeah, I, I expect to save this. Like, this won't leave this the cartridge slot of, this, of my Switch for for quite a while. <laughs> it's... it uh, uh, Game of the Year is going to be interesting. I mean, we've got, we'll get to this in the top of it. Like, Starfield's, like, finally coming out. Like, this, mm. this at the moment, this feels... Like um, the Elden Ring of 2023. Yeah, I think this is going to sit. It's going to sit on that that top plateau. I don't. I don't know if it'll get it because of you know we've still got half a year to go. Some big stuff coming, but we've also had some this, very big stuff already. Yeah, there's a lot like, of bigs, but the stuff already. It still feels like all. Tears of the Kingdom is. Yeah, and I, say yeah, I think it's going to be very it, but it's Just going it's by the bars. Quality. Yeah, it's standing on top of the pile. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's very clear, high it's selling bananas. Uh, I didn't realize until like this came out like how much better Breath of the Wild sold than like literally every other Zelda title. Wow, we're talking like I think title, I, I guess. The number, like, yeah, I'm guessing Breath of the, yeah Tears of Kingdom's already done over 10 million, but like Breath of the Wild, like I I, I want to I should have actually written this down when I was looking at it. I want to say it sold more than every other Zelda title put together. That wouldn't surprise me, quite frankly. Like. Well, the numbers yeah. that Twitch have done themselves is just ridiculous, and considering yeah. it was the first game, ninety percent of people bought. Bought, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, based on I literally again I checked my friends list the day that came out, like the night, the evening. Um, of all my friends who were online, literally one had not been playing Brett um, <laughs> of the Kingdom. Like the attach rate is early yeah. on, at least, is just insane. This thing's going to sell over twenty million before the end of the year, easy. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Spider-Man 2, I, I still think will do 10 million quite easily, uh, but it's going to be like a blip next to what Zelda's doing. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. But, um... 
Yeah, I'm, I'm failing to find a clever way to do this. I feel like if I'd played Zelda, maybe I could. But I, I guess we go from, like, you know, like, the heaven in the cloud, like, maybe the best game ever, because some people... This is going to come up in arguments that, like, is Tears of the King... Because people have said Breath of the Wild is the best game ever, which means if Tears of the Kingdom is a better Breath of the Wild, isn't, then, yeah. like, the default. But also, like, was Aliens Colonial Marines the worst game of all time, and have they since improved that, Huso? Well, it's not it's- Gearbox, so that helps, I guess. Yeah, and Aliens Colonial Marines, while not the worst game ever, because I've played worse, it wasn't very good either. So have I. Um, Thanks, Sadistic Santa. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've had to review worse, mate. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, It seemed they all came last year, too. Uh, Anyway, uh, my hang-ups aside, Aliens Dark Descent is nothing like Aliens Colonial Marines because it's a strategy game. Um... And it's very cool one. This is that, becoming actually. a thing, uh, isn't it? Like it's becoming a yeah. trendy genre out of nowhere. Like there's a Persona and the, again topic, but like there's a Persona one coming out. Like, the but fuck? it's not it's not turn based. While it okay. shares a lot in common with XCOM, like, and I mean a lot in in terms of the meta, uh, in terms of the base upgrades and the units and the customizations and all those things that XCOM has done for years, including the timer, the world timer. You know, in in, in XCOM it was the time until the Taken, you know, kind of took over. In this, it's the infestation rate of the planet you're on. Um, so that's kind of this timer that's constantly going uh, in the background while you do certain things in Aliens Colonial Marine. Oh, it's Aliens Dark Descent, yep. sorry. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, I put that in your head. I'm, gonna, I'm a little bit happy. You have now. You, um, so, like I said, a lot, lot of similarities between XCOM uh, in that sense, but the actual moment-to-moment gameplay is uh, probably closer to something like even Knights of the Old Republic in that it's, huh. it's not fully... Uh, it's not turn-based... Um, it's either slow down or time stop when you want to perform an action, but you can also play in real time. And you control a squad of four Marines. Um, all of them do, are controlled as one, essentially. Um, and then you've got a, a pause menu, so you can just, they'll automatically fire on any alien they see. Um, that's automatic. You can fire while walking, you can't fire while running, so that's a strategic decision you have to make um so you know walking backwards while shooting is very helpful because of the habit of aliens to burst acid on you um but you've also got this slow down menu or stop you can customize it if you want it to go to pause you can if you just want it to go in like a super slow-mo you can do that too um and you, you pull up this and that's your abilities and you know it might be pull a shotgun over your shoulder for a close range instant kill or, uh, you know, it might be put suppressing fire down over a doorway that aliens are coming through, which will slow them down and give everyone a better chance to kill them. Or it might be to set up a sentry gun, uh, you know, but all these things take time. And they're all the classic, you know, things from aliens it might be pulled the flamethrower out, which I just got. And it's very cool. <laughs> uh, um, and so it actually, I, I almost gave this no chance of being awesome and... Weird, I'm heading it towards sounds, it being awesome. It sounds like quintessentially like a Huso game. It, it really is. And what they've done is, what they've done really well is captured the feel of Aliens, uh, of the the second movie specifically. Um, Plural, that's going to be a thing again later in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it captures that that tension and, and how the game plays as you're going through these large maps. 
And you can, ex- and it's got some really cool mechanics around these large maps. So you come in and you jump in. And I thought, holy shit, how am I going to finish this in one go? So you jumped in. I've done a whole bunch of objectives and it said, you've completed like 8% of the mission. And I'm like, eight. Fucking what? <laughs> cool. Eight. How is this going to happen? But then I realized you can extract at any time oh. and come back to the mission later. Ah. So, and, and how this plays in is the more you stir up shit in the map, the more the aliens are hunting for you. So you'll go through these periods where everything's quiet and you're hunting around and then you suddenly get the beep, beep, beep from the, you know, the, from the range finder from the movie. And then you'll shoot one and all of a sudden you shoot one and there's a hunt on and all the, the nearby aliens oh. go, ha, ah, it's on buddies and they come at you. And then every now and then you'll get a, a, an overwhelming force that'll come after you. Uh, and at that point, it's usually if you, if you're near your APC, which is the, the, you know, the tank thing from Aliens with the big gun on top. It's just hightail your ass back to him because he's got the big gun that'll help out a lot. Because um, otherwise, you've just got to find yourself in a corner oh, I and can imagine up. the scene. It's like you're either all dead or they are all dead, depending on how fast you can leg it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I've survived a few of them without going to the ABC, but that's definitely the safest option if it is an option. Um, so it, it's got these cool things for the movie, and as you, as you as you go on in the map, it stirs up more trouble. So the the threat becomes higher as the longer you play. So you've got to ideally you want to get as much done each mission every time you go in there because every day you waste the infestation level for the entire planet grows. But you've also got to balance that with uh, stirring up the nest, right? So and everything becomes harder the longer you stay in there. So. It's this kind of real balance of, of when to pull out, you know, when to, when to, your, your Marines are a bit hurt, you're running low on ammo, maybe. Is it time to get out of dodge or are you going to just risk it and, um, you know, pick up some ammo from the floor or something? Um, there's also this rest, uh, option when you're playing. So if you can get into a room with one or two doors, you can weld those doors shut and have a rest. And that reduces your stress level. And that's also the save mechanic, which is very cool. <laughs> um, so. You know, uh, so it, so each, uh, um, soldier has a stress level and as things get harder and harder, their stress level goes up and it adds, uh, you know, uh, problems. You know, they might have a minus 10 accuracy or, you know, or something like that because they're stressed. And so you can reduce their stress by having a rest and also saving the game. Uh, it's a, it's a, some very cool ideas that they've incorporated. And, you know, and you hear that kind of Bill Paxton, we're all going to die, man. We're all going <laughs> to And they get all stressed out. And then and- your stress goes up 10% again. Yeah, like- absolutely. They've just got the feel of aliens right. Now, there are some problems. I'm playing um, on the PC, and I've actually found the controllers a little bit better to use. That oh, um, just because. Expecting. You can yeah. control the camera a lot better. And the camera's really important, much more so than in a turn-based game because everything comes at you from everywhere. Or in a turn-based game, you've got time to think and it doesn't matter. But because you can use one thumbstick to just pan the camera wherever you need really quickly, it, it just makes life a bit easier than using the mouse and dragging it to either end or using a keyboard shortcut. It, it, it just feels better for me. Um, it does, however, it can get really hectic and it gets really easy to make the wrong button press Ooh. because of the because of the nature of aliens right so you've got to really remember to use that slow down or pause function even if it's only just to to center yourself and go all right what's am my I best option red here? or green here like <laughs> yeah you know like 
more than once I've been killed because I've pressed the move command instead of an attack command, you know, and you're like, fuck, all right. <laughs> How much um, sneaking this involved? Because this, this for me is like usually an issue with stealth games. And my, yeah. my theory there is because like, in stealth games, you, you're trying not to do actions. So when you do do actions, you don't remember where the buttons are. Mm. And then you like do the loud thing instead of the quiet thing. And you're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loud thing and quiet thing is very important in this too, because you, like I said, once again, you want to get through as much as your missions without attracting attention as possible. Mm. Um, which is important, right? Um, but as soon as the aliens find you, then it's on for young and old. And, and, and then, yeah, it, it's, it's these, Slow moments of tension building, uh, with sudden bursts of, of, of action and, and excitement and dread that aliens and alien did so well when they came out as movies. And they've captured that here. It's, it's really, really, uh, wonderful to see them, uh, give such attention to it. Like, honestly, the ga- aliens games at the moment, uh, alien isolation and this have paid better reverence to the original two movies than anything that came after the original two movies. <laughs> Prey, I thought Prey was pretty good, but... Prey was Predator, though. Um, yeah, I guess, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's it's promising. Like, there's a few things, and I'm, I'm reasonably early on. I, I gather I'm about halfway, Mark, um, so I'm not going to make embargo, which is tomorrow, to write the review, but I'll get there. Um, and I, I'm quite positive on it at this point it feels like a really good and it works pretty well on a controller so like i said i am preferring it on the controller at the moment so console versions are are a go on that Uh, note i i do have to know how is this actually running on pc is this like low-key like the best pc game of the year just because it works (laughs) yeah i haven't had a single glitch (laughs) (laughs) and that's on my steam deck as well oh snap In uh, your yeah. face, The Last of Us. Yeah, so it works, it works well on the Steam Deck, so I'm assuming it works well on the Ally, and, you know, um, it's a great little game. I, I'm really impressed with it. I, I, I kind of took this review as kind of this morbid curiosity sort of thing, thinking that it mightn't be great, but, you know, I like some aliens, so why not? I'll check it out. Uh, but it surprised me in a lot of ways. I'm, I'm really happy with uh, how it's turning out. It's tense. It's, it's what you want from an alien's like experience um, with some really cool strategic kind of gameplay thrown in in the mix and you know like I said the meta is very XCOM which is absolutely my jam uh, and uh, adding this different type of combat to it keeps it fresh and yeah I, I'm really impressed by it a little bit dark at times like it's one I of those mean... games where you yeah, I, I get it but also it feels like it's like that Resident Evil too dark you got to fuck oh, around yeah, with the brightness um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. like, recently finished Resident Evil 4 Remake, which yeah. I think I've described as, like, 90-something percent awesome, and then remaining percent, like, super frustrating, like, seriously, if I was standing, like, an inch to the left, I would not have been auto-killed by this really dumb fucking thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, the blast. Yeah. It's good. Check it out. It's I cool. reckon it comes out um, tomorrow. Good movie game. Well, well, so it'll be it's, out gone, it's come out a couple of days game. ago, I think, is what we're trying yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In stores yeah. now. Tuesday the 20th. Yeah. Um, don't, yeah. don't skip it as a cheap movie tie-in anyway. It's, it's a legit good experience. It sounds like, like I, I hear this and it just feels like it sounds like, the, like a really cool way to reinterpret it because it's like a, stra- mm. a squad-based strategy game just feels right for that, for, yeah. for Aliens. And like, I thought immediately, when I first opened up, I thought, oh, they've missed a trick by just not making it Aliens XCOM and by just not doing turn-based. 
But they really haven't. Uh, they've they've turned me around. I, initially, I thought, oh, this is not turn-based. It's probably not going to be great. Um, but it's not. They've done really well with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I guess speaking of Too Dark, I kind of like delved back in there again because um, we couldn't get Paul on this show. Tried to nag him. This episode, if you've downloaded it as it's uploaded, maybe you bought Final Fantasy 16 in the morning. My plan was to talk about um, Cheer. Because, um, you know, there's that PlayStation Plus upgrade sale. It was like 25% off. It's like, I've got a little bit left in the year. All right, this is actually pretty cheap. I'm going to do this. Um, and I do have like, and that was a nice, like, briefly positive, like, sunny salve for, like, coming off the back of Resident Evil. <laughs> like, like very, very sunny. And I'm going to very briefly say, like, like a lot, the reason I may not finish it is because it's kind of gone and gone a weirdly Metal Gear with its, like, objectives, and I much preferred it when it's like, we need a pig to, like, roast on a Spitfire, and I was like, that was much more, that was much more what I was looking for from that game. Like, I just wanted, I wanted, that's not actually a thing, but it's like a lot of, the, getting a headless chicken was a thing. Um, like, just a lot of fetch quests, and what I wanted was just, like, charming fetch quests in this kind of, like, oceanic kind of setting. Um, anyway, yes, the point is we couldn't get Paul, who is our guy who was redoing Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, so after it took me a million years to download Cheer, because it... You know why it took me a million years to download Cheer? The Sony Be- servers are shit. Um, that's probably part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to stack something on top, though? Which is that sale ended... So I, I basically waited until the last possible moment, because I was playing Resident Evil 4 to, like, upgrade my PS Plus. I, like, I want to play Cheer, yeah. I want to p- play Humanity, um... A couple other things I want to play there. Um, but also, at the same time the Final Fantasy 16 demo dropped, which basically crashed the entire PSN just about. <laughs> but I did also eventually like download that. And you know what? I actually think I want to buy it. I I think there are some people who are like puristic about the JRPGs in the Final Fantasy who are going to be pissed off at this game. <laughs> um, especially depending on where they came in. Um, you can tell right off the bat, um, and I, I, I did the math, I can count on my fingers. Oh yeah, right, Final Fantasy 15, disturbingly came out quite a while ago, but also that quite a while ago was probably like the zenith of like Game of Thrones fever. Yep. And yeah. boy, is that carried over into this. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping with your sister and, you know. Um, <laughs> we should, uh, again, I'm going to... out of say basically like whatever I like because I just played the demo so like spoiler warning if you're like super 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 like literally everything has to be secret but also like everybody who wants to has played this um at this point but yeah it is quite dark heavily fantasies like a couple of bits of straddling going on like early on in there I don't think there are any sisters involved but who the fuck knows um there's <laughs> definitely like a one of the characters is coming off as a little bit Cersei like in like how she's a mother and we're gonna see like, how that um, that plays out. But yeah, I mean, the joke has been made and it's not completely unfair, but it's at least in, it's not unfair for what is in the demo, but it's maybe unfair for what the full game is. And this is why I wish we'd been able to get Paul onto this thing. In that mm. it's like, it is almost like Metal Gear-esque. It's like, oh wow, I'm watching a lot of cutscene and then I'm running around for a bit. I'm like watching a lot more cutscene. I'm running around for a bit. But also it's like the intro. So like pretty good chance it's just being the intro. The intro. Yeah. Pretty good chance. Not guaranteed. Um, it is Square Enix Final after all. Fantasy 15 was like that too, you know, mm. tons of intro shit. But I think, I do think that actually, um, learned a lot. Like, there are those, I believe, rings I can wear. Q, so you'd like this, where you'd like this one that, like, 
I think slow down slows down time to make like the dodge mechanic easier. I think there's actually one that actually automatically dodges as well. So like they've actually gone quite quite he- quite heavily into accessibility, which they need to. Because speaking of um turn based being dead, that the combat in this is basically a straight up action game. Yeah, I heard like Devil May Cry. I haven't played it yet. But... It's not. It's more accessible to like an RPG fan than Devil May Cry, but it is yeah. straight. Like the first thing you learn is press square three times. <laughs> um, and there is like a timed dodge. Um, it works pretty well though. At, le- at least so far. The thing that I'm finding interesting, or I guess curious, is maybe a better word. I don't know how they're going to solve this. Is you have part. You have a couple of party members for the first part, which are just. You're kind of part of a kingdom. You're like the prince, like the firstborn prince, and that seems the secondborn prince is more important in a way that I, to my early understanding, again, very basic, very basic spoiler warning here, is that kid is basically a summon. Summons in Final Fantasy basically being like your Shivas, your Bahamonts, yeah. your giant golden birds, whatever. Um, so it seems like summons in themselves are like actually a key plot. And this Never Kingdom has a person who is also a summon. <laughs> Um, basically, so you're playing, at least initially, as, like, the prince of that. His name is Clive, and your younger brother's name is Joshua, and people have made fun of that. But you know what? Those are also real-ass names. I watched, for some reason, because I wanted something stupid, Gone in 60 Seconds last night. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is Memphis Reigns in that movie, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you can have much, much dumber names than Clive. It's kind of the point yeah, of Yeah, 100%. Getting, getting out here. I mean, Clive, I mean, it's kind of funny, but whatever. It's like... People get over it. We got used to calling a Nintendo console the Wii after a few weeks, so I think this is... Yeah. <laughs> did no, we ever really get over that? <laughs> we, we, I was working retail when that came out, and I can tell you we did, because I have distinct memories of parents finding weird ways to try and pronounce that console name without saying Wii when they're asking if it was in stock. <laughs> um, but yeah, 16. Um, At least so far, it seems like... Set out, like um, Again, a lot of cutscene story stuff. Very, very dark, like, proper fantasy. Which, I guess the purest purists should be, like, happy with this. This is going back, like, pre-7. Mm. Um, Some, like, amazing tech in there early on of, like, the kind of avalanche, like, kind of running through and the way the ground and everything shifts underneath is, like, super impressive. In fact, visually, this one, it's kind of... It's... I will, because I remember, like, saying a similar thing in 15, where 15, you could tell they had started building that in the PS3 and the 360, and then had kind of, like, moved it across. And you yep. could maybe say that here, but they've maybe done a better job of it. Like, this definitely looks much more... Not quite, like, current-gen ass current-gen, because this generation has been weird, and we're still, like, kind of waiting for those moments. Well, I guess we'll maybe yep. get to that in topic a little bit. Um, so, like, for example, the character models are not as impressive as they are in the Resident Evil 4 remake. But also, like, when the camera, like, zooms out, like, you know, the visual priorities are, like, um, very different. And there are definitely points where it, like, looks super spectacular. And then there are points where it's, like, maybe this asset was made for the PS4. But, like, you know, they put a million of, million of them on screen later on. So I guess it actually is still actually kind of impressive in its own, in its own way. But, it, yeah, it is, like, kind of... Um, I don't know if there's an overworld yet. The impression... I think that's what I was trying to get earlier, is, like, there's, like, kind of, like, a world map, and you just kind of choose the next location, which, personally, I think I'm okay with. I'm done to death with open world. If I want open world, I'll go by Zelda. I'm actually quite okay with, like, just give me, like, lots of pathways, and, like, let me choose, like, which path to go in it. Like, it gives you ability to... Open, open linear. 
Wide linear, I think, is like the term we're using. But wide yeah, linear, open linear. That's yeah. I'm I'm like all open for that. Like I'm totally cool yeah. with like effectively like a bunch of dungeons and then like just give me a big town. And I think I'd be cool with it, and it looks like it may be doing that. Um, yeah, I I, I mean I'll probably because I I'm not going to pre-order anything because I don't do that anymore. But I'll, there's a pretty good chance I may pick this one up at launch day. I guess the reviews will drop first, and I'll see if there's something that puts me off. But I'm coming out of this demo actually like yeah. All right, I think this is a thing that I want to play. But it definitely. I seems- do actually have a pre-order on it. For actually, it, for, it or not. for you, Huso, like this may actually yeah. like. I, another thought I was having was like it's like actually just the right amount of anime. Like it's got that yeah. edge to it, but it's not full of anime bullshit. Like to any extent, it's just kind of going like <laughs> a stylish kind of thing. They're going to like be a couple of silly things because they still write chocobos, but they somehow made it work. Like because they're, they're big ass birds, which are basically dinosaurs if you think about it. <laughs> so if you like, just it's use the right. But yeah. Well, I mean, it, chickens are dinosaurs. Um, also, I learned recently that orcas are dolphins. So like everything is broken. I don't know what anything is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And the point is, like, you. a little bit of, like, animation work and, like, sound design and, like, heavy thump-thump footsteps and, like, these big birds that everyone are riding instead of horses are not actually as silly as they should be, so. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted an attack emu, so I can understand. I mean, cassowaries <laughs> should be terrifying. Like, it does... At, <laughs> like, we're, we're, it, it shouldn't be as silly as we think it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this game has probably come out as a few hours ago based on when you're listening to this. Uh, the... I don't think I'm the only one. I think, like, I'm actually coming away from this demo. And, yeah, it's polished. Like, they, they, they are clearly confident. They're like, this is actually a finished us game. I feel like at this point, Square Enix are like, we can just treat every other thing we own like shit as long as we nail Final Fantasy. We'll see. Like, the sales figures are not always as high as you'd think, though. I'm like, I'm actually very curious to see how this is going to do. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I get, like, I don't think they sell Remake as well as sold think. Like- shit like that even then maybe not as many as I would have thought for Final Fantasy 7 but like people clearly went ape for that demo because I just could not go anywhere on the PlayStation Network and I'm coming yeah. from Japan like that thing that does normally work like pretty well for me yeah yeah so I think there is like a lot of fever for this game and um if, if nothing else like it seems polished I guess I guess we will have like fuller opinions when you're listening to this but yeah, um, Save Data kind of carries over. That's something they didn't do for Final Fantasy VII. I was stupid. I downloaded it from the UK store because, you know, when I bought a PS3, I was living in London. Um, so my, And Sony has never allowed you to, like, move your location. <laughs> so I'm tied. It doesn't matter because Australian download codes still work from the UK store anyway. But I'll probably be buying a Japanese copy, which will have English in it because, you know, yay, 2023. But also, maybe that save data is not going to work and I'm going to have to start from scratch again. No. Possibly. Possibly. But at least I'll know what I'm doing the second time around. (laughs) I'm actually keen for it. Like, uh, I didn't expect to be, but I... No, I I actually think there's a pretty good chance you'll actually really dig this. Mm. I I think it's shaved off... I didn't mind 7. Like, I haven't finished it yet. I think they've maybe shaved off the corners of 7 that may annoy you personally, and the people who just never got into, like, the the Japanese pop culture, like, entertainment stuff in a way that... This may break through, I think, especially on the back mm. of Elden Ring. It, not to say it's that hard, but, like, atmospherically, like, there's a little bit of a crossover. Mm. Cool, cool. But, yeah, like, it's it's nice to be positive about stuff, especially about stuff <laughs> like this. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, I did review Force Three positive that. games in one episode. How about episode? that? Who would have thought? <laughs> Shock horror. Yeah, let's, let's, let's take a break on this high, and, like, when we come back, can we maintain it? 
We're back. We hope you enjoy that music of an unspecified genre that I picked out for you and definitely had that planned out in advance. <laughs> <laughs> me out here, like, literally sabotaging my own podcast despite you so asking me to do epic stuff. Yeah, well, I do. it's fair. I, start, I mean, Stardew Valley's a pretty good game, though. Um, <clears throat> yes, we've, we've reached the topic thing, which means we look back at... My God, it's been like a month, this weird spread-out tentacle-esque monstrosity that was what we're going to call you know what I'm going to call because fuck you and your weird grammar Jeff Keighley Summer Games Fest (laughs) (laughs) um starting with what I was here last for which is like the predicting of um Sonia I will ask you guys to put in your back pocket I want like one actual disappointment like something you were like really bummed about we're like gonna like end on a real download we've been too high so far (laughs) <laughs> which is going to be hard because we're starting with Sony which is maybe where the downers are yeah well but Hugh so I remember like I literally had just landed in Canada and I was I was yeah. like watching it jet lagged out of my mind and you were like going look it's fine and me jet lagged out of my mind I was like halfway through it yeah I was like oh, it doesn't seem so bad you had got this weird kind of like cool sand effects journey thing and like and the following day like a, a couple of days later actually when I like started to catch up and sleep it like started to occur to me like how much did it say, like, pre-rendered, not gameplay footage at the bottom of... Yeah. (laughs) The question to you guys is, how much better do you think it would have been had they just shown something in engine, but had the exact same... It it would have helped, because, like, you can... It's sort of, like, you could be sceptical, and when it's all just the CGI stuff, you, you know, you, you pretty much go... Mm. You pretty much. Just I, this off. exists. I don't, I don't think exists. a CGI thing flies amongst gamers anymore. It used no. to. It used to be a great way to hype people up, but now people are tired of it, and they like yeah, yeah gameplay yeah, will get suspicious. out. Suspicious, and it, it's yeah. always it's a mark of suspicion. Yeah. It um, is, and it's like um, my other thing was like, do we need to see Jim Ryan? Like, I, I feel like of all the got people, the personality of a dead octopus. <laughs> Like, can we at least have, like, if we're not going to have the actual developers, can we at least get Mark Cerny back? Yeah. Anyone with some personality. But also, <laughs> but it's also like that as a, like, CEO, he's driving the directions he's going with, and that, that yeah. partly makes it, like, is this guy, like, just really off the pulse in a way? Like, if it was... I I kind of think he is. Because, like, like, is that whole... Because Sony, like, of- had that whole victory thing where, like, you know, like, the Killzone demo or whatever, like, fucking froze and it turned out a victory for them because everyone was so happy that it was legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I-, I feel like it is because there's this whole push of Sony trying to push into doing more life service nonsense. And it's like, um, that's not what the the prestige of the PlayStation brand, of like, what PlayStation is known for. Like, yeah. why are they doing this? They're doing this to chase it's like trends. like, a little not- on the side is okay, but it's like... You- yeah! But not it's as a main focus. diet, right? No yeah. one, no one has time for more than one of these things. That's like, right. Maybe it, two. A, a yeah, stretch, it's... But, yeah. It's a massive dice roll that is probably not going to pay off. Because mm. you've only got room for one or two of them in a balanced gaming life, like you've just said. Yeah. And... And like, and Bungie cutting their nose off to, despite their yeah. face, kind of like by developing a second one. It yeah. seems like, crazy. I, I, so that I was, was catching like, up with the news. 
the the like, big up and down of that was like because okay this art looks pretty cool I don't know if this is in engine or not anymore but the art style like this thing has a style about it oh it's marathon I still remember all the Mac heads like talking about this like Doom alternative on their thing I would be curious to see a modern interpretation of that oh it's an extraction shooter yeah what the hell has this got to do with marathon like yeah. that was the thing it's like that is a new marathon okay because I follow a few like bungee people. And I saw some stuff. I was like, okay, new marathon. Multiplayer extraction shooter in the yeah. world? It's not marathon. No. Like, because the thing is, like, that is, you know, people who who play Halo would be curious about it because there are there are the hooks into marathon into the between yep. the between those two. And it's like, it's right to reinterpret that story for a modern era. Because like you could you could download the the original marathon trilogy for free to play. Um, they open mm-hmm. they open sourced it. Fans have done all the stuff, and they're clunky because they're you know oh, mid nineties yeah. mid nineties FPSs. But reinterpreting the ideas of the story of those games for modern audience that's a pretty <laughs> neat idea. But like. It would have been, in the year that I've been cynical about being, like, the year of way too many remakes, it would have been the remake that I would have been like, yeah, all right. Made Yeah. Yeah. That's the remake that, that probably should have happened. Yeah. That nobody a- was asking for, because nobody even thought of. So at first, when it showed up, you're like, cool. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah. you know, it, it, it corresponds with the whole thing um, of the, the Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Delta. Metal Gear Solid Delta. to say Triangle. <laughs> the main thing I got from that was I realized after 20-something years that the PlayStation controller buttons are actually one, two, three, four, because the circle is a single stroke and a cross is a two strokes and a triangle is three strokes, which is that's literally what cued me in, and a square is oh. four strokes. And I just had a moment oh, of, yeah. okay, my favorite part of this Metal Gear Solid trailer is that I've just realized this thing <laughs> that I probably should have realized over a decade ago. <laughs> oh, this old win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, oh that was probably my highlight of the Sony show, to be honest, was Metal Gear, because I missed three. I was never a PlayStation gamer at that time. I was pretty much PC exclusively. Because um, I, yeah, because I played one and two on the PC. I bought them yeah. on the PC, and I still have them on the PC. Yeah, the the broken ports of of one and two. Yeah, isn't so it like to a mess on the PC, like an absolute yeah. fire. It was, it was, it was painful. Um, but at the time I was That's a broke uni student and so the PC was all I had yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 3 but is very one... good I'm suffering because my favourite Metal Gear is honestly I really liked 4 I liked 4 a lot and there's just no way to play it anymore I guess they're just ignoring that it ever existed this is this is this is funny um, off topic a little bit apparently they had a prototype of it running on 360 and it was just like too many discs I would believe oh, really? that, but I would also believe that it was made up. Like, I could literally go either way there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was an article that, that popped up on a site earlier today, um, as we're recording this, where they took, where, like, um, one of the guys who was at Konami, um, like, the. I forgot his role, but, like, said, yeah, that they'd had it running. They did um, definitely um, fill up a Blu ray, so it would have been an, ex- an expensive printing run. Yeah, that's that's what killed it. God, okay, so I think I, we're going to like bounce with this like pretty quickly because obviously one of the Sony things was a bit in the past, and two, was uh, there was some stuff that was like I, I'm weirdly excited, very 
excited is the wrong word. Journey, um, journey, hawk, skater. That's not like excited yeah. is the wrong word. Was like <laughs> curious. Curious yeah. is a bit of trepidation there. Like I want it to be good, but I mean I was also burnt by their like sky was not that great either. Mm. Um and like journey was like they went flow flower journey like there's an evolution of what the game is and this is just like smashing but the sand looks really good it is the year of the sand yeah <laughs> uh, good looking maybe, sand is a thing now maybe we yeah. should um, I mean and yeah Spider-Man 2 sure of course um, my main my main takeaway from there is like and we're gonna double down on this a bit later is like yeah Sony really isn't showing off anything else from PlayStation Studios Mm. No, it's very, and it's it's odd, right? So Xbox got bashed for having nothing last year. Sony have got one game this year, and we've known what it is since forever. Uh, yeah, even um, before it was announced, yet, we would have been able to guess. Like they seem to be escaping that. Yeah, they got some, but yeah, pr- but. Yeah, it's definitely disproportionate. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, I, I mean, like, I definitely was disappointed by that because yeah. I would have thought they they would have had new stuff to show because, yeah. And they've never been shy and of they, showing shit off early. Like, yeah. Sony and Notorious are going, this is coming out next year. Jokes three years later. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they have yeah. learned a lesson there, but like, yeah. they, they, they'd better fucking bring it like in the next state of play next yeah. year or whatever. Um, but yeah. like, we'll, 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 we'll bounce because I do want to get to Microsoft because like, you know, that's like our like sweet cookie. We'll get to like the actual key three. Mm. <laughs> you can't laugh at that. That yeah. joke is like a year and a half old at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, my 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 main my main note again. I was still actually deliriously lacking sleep at this point. It was like, okay, we've got Nick Cage being very Nick Cage on stage, and it feels like they most read the room and least left read the room at the same time. Because mm. so <laughs> on one hand, yes, putting Nick Cage in not as a character that he's played in any of the bazillion movies he's been in, but like actually just Nick, Nick Cage, Cage is fucking genius. But also, I don't care. Like, yeah, put him in something it's, it's exciting. Not like Keanu. Like when you when you look at the Keanu announcement for Cyberpunk all those years ago, but also we cared know. about Cyberpunk. I think is part of the thing. Yeah, what I got away I from that is the- I was right at the end of Resident Evil Four Remake at that point. And I was like, I would play this game again if you could replace Leon Kennedy with Nick Cage. I would. <laughs> that would. That is what I fucking want, or at least mercenaries. DLC mode. that you're in for. Yeah. I yeah I will pay a few dollars like for that and I I probably yeah. would I probably find it too silly and stop halfway through but like I would definitely <laughs> play it a bit because the whole thing looks bad it's just cool because we have like weirdly energetic Nick Cage on the stage it was the best acting he's done in years to be honest he, <laughs> you know he came out and said oh it's great to be here you know and that was the best selling he'd done for Yonks <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right talent is an excellent Vegas movie, You take that back. <laughs> Do you know what was really disappointing on that show? We get, we're looking at the disappointing shit first, right? All right, I guess we are. And now. it's going to surprise no one, but Sonic, Sonic looks shit. It's like it looks like it might be okay. I've got a question, a question mark next to it in my notes. Oh, it just looks like they just it, don't get it still. It, I'm, I'm, and the reason I'm giving it an okay though, like I'm still visually like a little bit there is like I've seen videos of it running side by side with the 60 bit things. It seems that they have the physics engine down. 
Yeah. Which is actually a huge deal. It just I think they felt had to fall like, was garbage. Just felt like the flow wasn't the same as like Sonic Mania. It looks a little is, bit wrong, but yeah. like the physics engine seems to be right. The running animations for all of the characters, like an Amy, um, I mean, cool put a female character in there, but my god, invent a better one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, there was some big ones. You were wrong as well. No disrespecting, no. We both missed out on both shows there. I mean, Kojima was Kojima just talking is still shit. retweeting screenshots yeah. all over the place. 90% <laughs> of my Twitter now is, to be fair, Kojima. some really good-looking screenshots from of Kojima yeah. retweeting Death Stranding. He's going, oh, I don't need anybody. I'm Kojima. <laughs> 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 my announcements oh. are on Twitter exclusively. <laughs> no, it... it- I mean, this, it was, and I mean, it was, I mean, I, especially when I was putting the notes together, it, it, like, Key 3 was better than the Sony presentation. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. way too that. long. It was up and down. It was really up and down. It was like, up and down. Demise, Fucking loved the, not Uber Eats, the, like, the daughter dash ad that, like, got confused with the Final Fantasy announcement. <laughs> like, he had to do the ad read anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not quite up there with fuck the Oscars, which is maybe still my favorite Keely event thing that has ever happened, and should be everybody's favorite Keely event thing that has ever happened. Yeah, yeah. But like seeing him uh, like I, just literally just force it through was like kind of incredible. Oh, daughter dash, just I think gotta go with it. it. Yeah. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Once he committed, he had no other option. I, mean. <laughs> I think there was the, the highs, though, uh, for me anyway, were Mortal Kombat, obviously. Um, Matt will be Matt. And I liked Prince of Persia. I know you weren't super keen on um, it, but I really liked the I've idea got, of that. Um, so if you look at my list that I've actually prepared, we have notes. Um, I've mm. got it in the low lights. And yeah, because you said that to me, and it's like, it's definitely the type of game I would like, but like the style is like rubbing me up a little bit wrong. It looks like a high production mobile game almost. Like I feel like they could have done better on the art direction. And this is the, this is the guys that did Rayman. Like I feel like they, mm. so on one hand, I trust that it's going to play excellent, but they could have done something I would have liked the look of a lot more. The thing that has me down is like, so I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I guess maybe not. But then I saw like the actual reaction to it. Like, oh my God, gamers are still toxic. Like, it's okay yeah. to not like it, because I was like, yeah, but then, my gosh, people are just saying Ubisoft has committed suicide, they destroyed my favorite franchise, rest in peace, Prince of Persia, and I'm like, ah. Oh, my God. Like, All these people that never actually played the original Prince of Persia, like, which was yeah. the 3D platformer. So, <laughs> I, I first, so when I was catching up on the news, the first thing I heard about the new one was comments from Jordan Beckner himself, who'd seen yeah. early builds of the thing, and was like, wrote a piece on his blog about it. It's like, yeah. he's looking forward to it. It's like, if it's got the if it's got the original creator's approval, then I'm all on board. Yeah. I felt the music in the first trailer was a bit tonally off, and that mm. made me judder a bit. But I might be just like wrong, not actual game music and and something else. But it sounds like it's got a bit of like there's a bit of more exploration in a Metroidvania a bit, sense. Yeah. No, it, it definitely like looks bit, very like Metroidvania. Ori, yes. Yeah, so I, I like that they're sort of building on that a bit, um, and. And maybe I'm, yeah, faster I'm quite... pace than I would want something in the spirit of a Prince of Persia to be, but yeah, whatever. That's... It's probably going to feel good. But to I, I think the modern interpretation of Prince of Persia is that free-flowing, running, yeah. uh, 3D platforming. Yeah. So I think they're trying to capture that in that 2D space yeah. instead of the original kind of slow-paced sword combat up-down, you know. Tile, kind of yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I think I really... it's going to be a legitimately good game. And again, it's like the Rayman guys. 
Which made yeah, me yeah, like, like a little stuff. upset about the art because I fucking love the art in those Rayman games. Yeah. 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 Um, like, it's a different style. I'm definitely looking forward to, to seeing what, what the critical buzz is come next year. Because um, I'm definitely, mm. like, I'm definitely curious on that. Like, that's the thing with, with the Ubi stuff was, like, that got me curious. Like, Star Wars, Star Wars Outlaws. Ubisoft had me- a decent show, actually, for the first time yeah. in a long time. Like, when I think of the games I'm most interested in, it's, it's like, Prince of Persia, Assassin's Creed uh, Mirage, and Star Wars Outlaws. And it's just, like, yeah. those... Th- I feel like they, they're nailing stuff. You know what, yeah, actually- Star Wars Outlaws was technically in Key 3. I mean, that was the pre-rendered yeah, thing. Yeah, but we can, we can use this as a launchpad for it, because it's funny. So I was watching the um, Digital Foundry breakdown of that, and they're already talking... I, this this generation is just so fucking strange. They're already talking about this has to be the PC version and what the compromises on the PS3 and Series X oh. going to be. I'm like, oh, like oh, we just never these consoles are never going to be like the peak of. Yeah, they're not. They're like uh, uh, the top end PC of today is already smoking those machines. The PS5 might still have a, a, a disc a speed but advantage. A top on the disc end cards. PC has also got a two thousand fucking dollar video card in it. Yeah, because yeah. the video card costs. More than double what a console costs. So, yeah, like three times. It's going to get unfair comparison. It is, yeah. but like there was a point where, like, if these consoles came out like showing what they could do at like first base, it would have been like, okay, this is console footage. It's kind of weird that like we've never got that point because of the cross generation for so long. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. we didn't get. To- I feel like we never get to see these consoles being like this is the best that games can look. That normally happens, even like with the. I, I think it's going to happen now. I think the introduction of Unreal Engine Five games starting to release is the turning point this generation needed for those wow graphics. I think, and I will say from the Final Fantasy Sixteen demo, yeah. I'm ready for stuff to be thirty frames a second. If you, it turns out if you frame pace that properly and it's solid, yeah, still actually and pretty good. I know sixty is very nice. We'll get but... to when when we get the. Microsoft, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gamers with stupid arguments, never. Um, I do want to mention uh, my real highlight was Alan Wake. Um, yeah, because, I knew somebody yes, was going to say that. Um, yeah. I'm upset about the disc thing, weirdly, because, I mean, they were saying, like, to keep the price down or whatever, like... We, yeah. But the disc version's going to go on sale and become cheaper way quicker than the digital version. The digital download. Yeah. 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 And it's like, who was it? Was it? Oh, I forgot which publisher was off. Was kind of like, we will do a disc. Oh, we'll I do f- a disc. Release. Oh god, I know this. Was it? Oh. Was it THQ Nordic? No, maybe, maybe actually. Yeah, but they got to deal with Epic Publishing, and Epic's are all digital. So, uh, that's the but like the console stuff. They probably could have like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's probably my guess is because of their deal with Epic. Epic have gone, ah, oh, let's just keep it digital. Digital, yeah. Um, that that wouldn't surprise me in the least because it of, wouldn't yeah. make sense to me uh, because Epic are, and it, it does mean Epic can legitimately say a reason why they're ten bucks cheaper than everyone else for this game yeah. or whatever it is you know um, yeah but yeah oh geez I'm I'm keen for it. I'm replaying Alan Wake one now in between other stuff and it's just a master class of tension it's not a, a scary game as such it's just a really tense experience with I've, the lighting I've and seen everything that come out again and again because I still. Yeah. And I will still quote this because I, I feel it a little bit. It was I think it was Dan Golding, very smart guy. Wish he still did his music podcast. Wish we could yeah. get him back on to actually do our music podcast and keep the recording. Really brutal comment about the original Alan, Alan Wake, though, which is it felt like they've read every single Stephen King book except for on writing. 
Jeez, I think that's exceptionally harsh on that. Like, Ooh. it isn't a Stephen King book at all, but at the same time, it's certainly not a bad story. Uh, it's not. There were points where the writing felt a little bit ham-fisted. I do kind of see. Yeah, there absolutely is those parts, but also remember it's being written by Finnish people too. Finnish, yeah. Not. <laughs> well, we'll not, see. Not they've they've people, come a ways. Like it's obviously control yeah. has like hit some highs. So. That we'll- yeah, I, 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 I'm really keen for it. I really, really like it. I should go back. I want to go back and look at that again. Cause again, I was again, yeah. knee deep in Resident Evil 4 when I was watching that trailer and it was like, yeah, this is exactly more of what I'm doing at the moment. I don't, <laughs> this is not a palate cleanse in any sense. Yeah. Um, quick shout out for like a dragon looking fucking rad. Um, did not think I would, ca- cause I did not think I would care about Yakuza trailers. Again, like, the games just come out and they're good and I'll just play them in my own time. Like, it's not normally a show-stopping thing, like, to anticipate coming out. But that combat looked fucking bonkers! The new new combat style, the the spy combat style that he's got with all the gadgets, that looks fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that looks so good. Should, it all, it's, like, absolutely mentally in all the right Yakuza we should, ways, you know? We should probably <laughs> yeah. clarify that this is the kit, because there are so many coming out now, this is the kid you one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess we can, um... Actually, in between I, six and seven. Actually, I was going to use this as a segue to Xbox. There is one more thing I want to get into. One is that, that again, Year of the Sand, like that Toriyama game looks like. It visually looks cool, at least. We'll wait and see. Uh, but legitimately surprised that they did end on the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer when yeah. sixteen isn't out yet. Like that, that actually, it looks really good. Like I'm actually super pumped for that. Early next year makes sense, but do you know what else that confirms for me? That confirms that we're not seeing anything from PlayStation Studios before this time next year. No. Like, mm. if they have that pegged as an exclusive for early 2014, they're just going to ride that. There, the, there might be a chance of an April release if that's a February release, but I don't think so. I think they would have mentioned it if there was. No, I think I so. I mean, it's just like, sweet, we're giving some resources to Square to keep this thing on the PS5. It will yeah. move units, and frankly, it will. Yep. I guess the question is, yeah, whatever happens come TGS in a few months. Yeah, that might be something there. They don't announce stuff at TGS anymore. Yeah. Like, they just... just, Having been to TGS a few times, it just doesn't happen. Mm. Mm. Gamescom is usually the only one left after this where anything gets announced uh, until really the Video Game Awards. Um, Mm -hmm. So... Games yeah, combined have something, but Sony tends to miss skip the European shows. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, weird, I guess they I... have a much stronger hold there than Microsoft. You think they'd consider yeah. that a home base? Yeah. Um, but I'm like, guessing I, I couldn't Stranding... see them. Oh, go ahead. Death Stranding Two is like now for the Game Awards. Like, we're... I am with yeah. you, so this is probably going to be a Keeley joint. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> that I won't be. I'm not surprised by that. Like that, just the bro, the broness between Kojima and Keeley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, yep. I got that in the wrong order, and I wasted my beautiful segue because, um, like Microsoft, yeah, Microsoft getting stuff right, and we got like 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 a dragon wealth, which I I'm not sure if Infinite that is wealth. actually. Yeah, oh, the names are getting confusing. Is it actually like eight? Is it like the next main one? Is it a side? It's, it's thing? the next main one. Yeah, so it's the follow up from like a dragon. Now, so and imagine- so what happened was. They changed as as officially they had changed all the Yakuza games to like a dragon. Yeah, no, th- I actually so understand what's happening. Yakuza. It's just difficult to yeah. talk about. <laughs> yeah, 
So for those that are listening, like a like a dragon, infinite wealth is Yakuza Eight. For those keeping score the old way, <laughs> <laughs> that that trailer was interesting. The English voice acting was a little bad. I get Hawaii as a setting because I believe there is actually quite a bit of Japanese spoken there, so they can get yes. away with that. What I really want to know is like, so it for anybody who didn't watch it, and you should watch it because it's pretty fun. Is basically yeah. Ichiban just wakes up naked on a beach in Hawaii. And just starts, yeah. like, wandering around, and then, like, this woman points at him and is like, ah, oh, Streaker freaks out. If it had been Kiryu instead, would have she still freaked out, or would it have been more of, like, come over here, daddy? It would have absolutely <laughs> been, hey, you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a damsel in distress. Because, <laughs> I mean, even then, like, Ichiban's pretty fucking ripped, though. He just doesn't have the sex appeal that, like, the, the very, very... Strong, strange, even despite the hair sex appeal that Kitty has developed over like the last decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm very. Ricky Barnes a goofy character too, so it it suited him. Like yeah. you <laughs> wouldn't have him play a, you know, a love interest. I don't think. Well, well, on the other hand, though, of one of the maybe the best goofy moment I've ever played in the original games was the hot dad competition. Yeah, <laughs> getting involved in it with some journalists in a park somewhere in camera control. So, yeah, that was good. And the rest of the Xbox was really solid. Like it was easily the best of the shows. Um, and uh, I think for me, I, I don't know about anyone else, but I, I, I thought Fable just that was what I wanted to see from the Fable like proper reveal because it just. Richard Iovi and like just being him in general, and that, you know, like, like it's like he could have been playing his same character he was in IT Crowd, you know. But it, it wouldn't have, it's just who he is, uh, and uh, that was great. That that shows me that Playground get Fable. I was that was my biggest worry about a new Fable game that it wasn't going to be that British, almost you know Monty Python esque humor that that made the the first series so unique. Um, so I'm glad to see they got that right, and that was it was a great intro to, to Fable. Obviously, it's a ways away yet, but it looked great. And it yeah. is. I mean, I think I messaged you when I finally started watching that, saying like, yeah. "How many seconds did it take for Microsoft to probably win this whole thing for you?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so like perfect that just you know the real heroes are people working in vegetation, and you know just the way. He, no one delivers a line like he does, and it just fits Fable perfectly. It was it was great. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, it is it is good yeah. to know that they have the, like they understand what the tone is. I have like yeah. no affection for Fable, but I like I get the concern about Americanizing that. And, like, yeah, absolutely. they really aren't. And hopefully, Richard Iobi is in the game like for a significant role. That'd be cool, and maybe some more British comedians that would suit you know the first the first games had like Stephen Fry and uh Hugh Laurie was in one of them and and, you know they had a few others I think from memory they had a couple like you know the usual British actors that have been in every Harry Potter and Doctor Who and you know all those guys get trotted out but you know there's some recognizable voices in them so I'd like to see more of that you know those those British comedians to to turn up and and have a part in, in in what is you know Probably I the mean, most British cooking, of cooking all is games. a big part of games now. What if Uncle Roger's like kind of there? <laughs> he rates he rates your chicken fried rice so that you cook after you kick it. Basically, complaining <laughs> that there's only bread around. <laughs> <laughs> complaining about Jamie olive oil. 
yeah. Oh, yeah, Fable. I'm keen. I'm keen for Fable. Yeah, I kind really of, yeah, I kind of figured that you might be. Yeah, yeah it's, it's my jam. It's the, my humor. No, it was it was legitimately a good show. It, it's kind of yeah. like it. It's not even necessarily like the greatest E3 adjacent that's ever happened, but it was a legitimately good show in a sea of otherwise. Huh. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's sort of like all the all the investment they've done in, in buying all those studios is finally like enough stuff as the gears have been rolling to bring enough out yeah. there. They're just like yeah. flicking through is like, yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah. I know it's about really, look good. I'm, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I am. To- I, I actually, I actually, I'm a l- just a little, just a little bit sympathetic for the upset because I did kind of set a precedent of what people thought it was going to be, but I am yeah. super happy to see it being way more colorful. Yep. Colourful and shorter. They said it's going to be about the same size as yeah, the Outer I Worlds. Mean, which is... That was 25, 30 hours. That's all it needs to be. That's not short. That's still pretty big. That's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need another Skyrim that goes for 4,000 hours before you get to the main story. You're still going to be playing to 30 Starfield. Hours don't worry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I, I, I don't I don't know what it's going to be. I fucking love the... Um, I hate and I hate this because I literally don't know what it's going to be, but I really like the South of Midnight trailer. I thought that, that thing yep. just had style, just like, yep. I'm mixed feelings of both of the games that these guys have made before. Yeah, yeah. I hope that, they that nail it this time. Compulsion, because... right? Like they've got style. There's no doubting they've got style. It's whether they can get the gameplay to match the style. That's the thing. I can so, make... um, yeah. God, I hope so, because, I mean, that look like, like so someone had the most style, and they've had style before. Yep. And, uh, what else did I, 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 uh... I can't believe the, that... The, uh, no- Clockwork Revolution. Yeah. Speaking I mean, of- In Exile are one of my favourites, just because of the long history with Fallout and, and then Wasteland and those games. And even their, their more recent Banner Saga, I thought was... Went under the radar a fair bit. It was a really solid kind of fantasy RPG. Um, and, and looking what Brian Fargo is doing now with, with some money instead of just scratching together from Kickstarter, it, it looks pretty cool. Well, so. Will it be, you know, like Bioshock in a, um, Infinite, except minus like all the like kind of horrifically racist shit that happens halfway through that game? No, it's, mm. it's supposed to be an RPG and knowing it's, Brian oh, Fargo stylistically, will 100% it. be an Yes, the style is very... Infinite-ish. But, I mean, I think you're going to get that anytime you include steampunk these days. It's going to be yeah. comparisons drawn um, because it's probably the most iconic steampunk. I think there's a little bit more to it than just steampunk, but yeah. Yeah, the monorails and, and that sort of stuff. But, oh, um, just like no, I think it's going to be good. Um, I can't believe that nobody was asking for Monkey Island and Sea of Thieves because, like, immediately is like, yes, of course. That Although, apparently, even Rod and Gilbert didn't know. Like, yeah. No, apparently, like, there was a contraction. Like, they apparently, there was something, but it wasn't, like, massively, yeah. There, there was some, like, some push, like, yeah, they'd, they'd said something to them. But yeah. was it? Did uh, Ron not read, like, the fine print in his own contract when he, like, signed that? Possibly. Yeah, maybe something like that. Um, <laughs> he was out the back having a grand old time, pretty happy, feet up, you know, got his final Monkey Island game out. Oh, yeah. when I agreed to publish that, they said they're going to use it for other shit. Oh, maybe I should have said... <laughs> it looks pretty good, but it's like, maybe I should have asked my cut a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see a lot of people having fun with that, just for like... 
the, the Monkey Island fully single player too, so yeah. which is good. Um, and yeah, it I plays mean, apparently like as a point-and-click game's been transported into Sea of Thieves. See, that so, is my interest. Yeah, yeah, because I haven't played because of the, the multiplayer thing. I haven't really played Sea of Thieves, but if I played the play- Pirates of the Caribbean for a press demo thing, which was once again another piece of story kind of DLC that was focused on single. You could play it multiplayer, but you could also play it single player. Okay. It was actually pretty fun, um, and I can see why people love this game. Like, it, but you've got to commit to it, right? Like the single yeah. player bits are only small. Uh, in amongst this gigantic kind of fun open world thing that, that if you're in it, you're having a ball. Um, yeah. You've got to get into it, right? And again, also that catches. You probably also need a couple of friends who are into it to like really... Yeah. you got to have your crow. Yeah. Like if this came out when I was in high school, I'd have a much better chance that I would actually be... Yeah. I have to ask That's you, so are you maybe going to play something Persona related now? No. No, so even tactics, <laughs> I mean, they did a tactics game and they still don't have you. Oh, I just it's something about it. I don't know. It just it's just just too anime. It maybe I I don't know. There's just something about it that just doesn't click with me, and I can never put my because I'm not against anime. Like I've enjoyed anime games before. I just this is just something about Persona that just no. <laughs> I'll let I'll let we've got a. Like three or four people that'll do that review, so that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I, I was super happy to see Persona Three Reload actually be a real thing. Still on the fence about how much work. Like it's clearly a lot of work, but it's like it's a little bit inconsistent. And then when it's not including the um, extra content they did for like the later releases, you yeah. just know that there's going to be like a Golden Royale something edition coming out a year from with now. an extra thousand yeah. hours. It wouldn't yeah. normally matter as much, except in this case, that actually takes away the ability to choose a gender of your, like, protagonists. Which maybe sucks a little bit for some people. Like, yeah. you can understand, like, if the option was there, why is it not there anymore? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to, to take stuff away. Like, like I would have thought you're doing a new version, you take the, the last version and build on yeah. it. Or at least, like, leave that option in there. Like, maybe you, yeah. you don't want to redraw the art for these extra locations or rewrite extra story or whatever, but, like, at least, yeah, have the have the ability to choose your your protag, yeah. Especially since that was a thing that was there. Anyway, um, I guess we should get this out of the way because we're running long anyway. Um, Starfield. 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 I'm 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 excited. It looks like the best version of a game we've played before, which is a Bethesda RPG, and that's exactly what I expected from this game. I don't know what people. I don't know. There's, there, there was this kind of... Uh, Maybe the way they sold it or something. There was this unrealistic expectation of what it was going to be. I don't know. But to me, it looks like a Bethesda RPG taken to the next level, which, you know what? I'm totally okay with that. Um, 30 frames per second. Who gives a shit as long as it plays smoothly? Like, And the, the technical explanation that Digital Foundry gave... It was like, exceptionally good. They, they did run as like, like, guys, this could run in 720p. They still would not be able to hit a consistent 60. Yep. You're much better off with a locked 30. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they said, because the way that Bethesda do ob- objects in their engine... It has to remember engine, where all of the sandwiches are, and like, yeah. okay, Literally we don't understand every it object in this billion planet game, they have to remember. But if so, you want to go yeah. stack all the toilet urinals somewhere in the game, then you're going to just have to deal with 30 frames per second less. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it makes sense, and 
yeah, you know, not everything needs to be that. And like I said, as long as as it responds smoothly like, to your input, Street Fighter needs to be that. Starfield does not. Like, no, yeah, and, that's exactly and right. they brought the id software team in to to make that. So id software helped them on Fallout Four to help with the gunplay, um, because let's face it, Fallout 3's gunplay was garbage. Um, then they brought id software in this one to help them get the movement and the feel and the smoothness of combat better. And, and I think that was very better. noticeable. It looked like a proficient shooter, like when you're in those combat sections. So uh, that was important, I think. And so they've wisely... And I, 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 it's one of the things I understand, don't understand why Xbox don't do more of and Bethesda, is they've got all these studios that excel in areas, and they're not helping them cross-pollinate. Like, if that was Nintendo... You or couldn't Sony, tell me like that. You can clearly tell, like, Sony Studios. They, they help so each other. I think Xbox needs to... Like, why isn't id Software helping every first person? Why isn't id Software helping 343, you know? Or, you know, <laughs> that should be a, a thing, right? These guys know how to make first-person shooters, and they, they just nail it. Why aren't we using that across the board? Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's a long story. But I think I think Starfield's going to be very, very good. I think it's going to be great. And, and 30 frames per second, who gives a shit? Oh, I think it's going to be huge. I think it'll be a massive release yeah. for them. Yeah. It's definitely... That was the showing they needed. That 45 minutes was exactly what they needed to show, though, because up until that point, it was questionable, and I wasn't that hyped for it, but I thought that was a, a really good showing. Huh. Ken was, and he's weirdly not here. Like That, that man is chomping yeah. at the bit for that game. Because he can get lost in space and not talk to anyone. That's Ken's dream game. <laughs> are there mechs? <laughs> there are mechs. You know, there's robots. Like there's mech mechs. Like, this like, is big, chunky this mouse. Is Ken's, like... Sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like Fallout New Vegas because there was too much story for him. Like, it's clearly <laughs> the best story of all of them. But he said it's shit because there's story. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor man. You can come on and defend yourself in the next episode, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm a little different, but I mean, I've never yeah. been that dragged into um Bethesda RPG. Yeah, I, I've bounced off them in the past, so I'd, I'd have to see a little more where it's like... Like, the sci-fi-ness definitely wants to drag me in, but I've got to definitely, like, see when it when it drops, whether it's, like, whether it can click. Because, like, I really love, like... Outer Worlds was the first game in that style I clicked with, and I think that's more of the Obsidian stuff. Um, yeah, it's the writing. Obsidian's writing. As well, yeah. Yeah. Bethesda's writing is going to be a level below that, just... Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, to so see that'll be the big thing. I think is the story how well they do there because it's never been their strong point, really. And yeah, without a good narrative, like I never finished Skyrim. I, I played like I don't know hundred hours of that fucking game, and I never finished it because the story wasn't good enough to pull me through. I was doing other stuff in it. Um, yeah, and if this game is this big, I think it's the story is going to have to be strong enough. Otherwise, no one's yeah. going to see the end. The thing is, I, yeah. I do want that thread to follow and then I'll, like, occasionally yeah. get distracted. Like, I will yeah. just... I will get bored if all I'm doing is something else. Like, I still need that linear line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think... Yeah. You absolutely do need that. I think in Skyrim, the side stories were actually better written than the actual main story. Like, joining the, the Mages Guild Not a problem like in itself, because arguably yeah. Witcher 3, the side stories were also better written than the main yeah. story. But, but we were, t- we were talking about his still standard bearer. Like quests. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. Ubisoft, so, quickly, I guess. Do we even give them their own thing? We talked about Star Wars a lot. Or, anyway, Um, Avatar, yay. Everyone's made this joke, but yeah, the next Far, Far Cry game takes place on Pandora, and I 
think I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. Like, I it works. Watch, remember watching sure. the first Avatar 10 plus years ago and being like, that was a totally okay movie that would have been better if it had just been David Annenberg talking about this weird world that then made up. So, like, just... <laughs> Unobtainium. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think oh, his voice... Come on, like... man, you got, you got what's his face, Giovanni Ravisi hamming it up like no one else does. Um, there's a reason they put him in Gone in 60 Seconds, because he's the only actor that hams it up more than Nicolas Cage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault for bringing that movie up, but I did legitimately yep, it watch is. it this week. <laughs> For the first time since high school. I did enjoy it, though, like, to be fair. Yeah. But no, my, my point is, like, I'd never found the movie that good, but, like, the effort they put into yeah. creating that planet was cool. So, like, the idea of just, like, running around those environments so long as I have, like, just something to aim for. Mm. I do kind of wish I had a third-person mode. I think that, like, I feel like that may be missing something that I would personally, like, want from that there, but... I think, does it drop the third-person when you jack an animal? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is what they do, huh? With the weird tentacle tail yeah, shit yeah. that goes on. Boost. Yeah. I'm going to say boost. I was watching yeah. boosting. I was watching Gone in 60 Seconds, but boosting animals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Grand Theft Animal. Yeah, on, no, on. but I mean, like, just in general, like, kind of like climbing around and, like, running with something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I somehow doubt it. Yeah. But I think that game I, will be I, fine, I, and it will probably, after the last couple of Far Cry's, were not quite as interesting as they maybe promised to be. At least this is a known quantity. I'm curious how it will sell because, like, well, obviously a bajillion people saw this movie. Yeah. Um, but there's, I don't know, like, the crossover, like, the power of Avatar as a film series is, like, almost everybody's like, yeah, all right, I guess I'll see it. It's the big thing that's on. Which mm. is actually, in terms of ticket sales, way more in, way more beneficial than a shit ton of yeah. Star Wars fans will see it three times because it, the, t- the ticket sale is still exactly the same, and then, but I don't know if anybody's like pool, yeah. But I don't know if anybody in that pool is excited to do more of it outside of like going to the cinema occasionally. Like a Star Wars fan yeah. is going to go fucking nuts for the Star Wars, and it looks really cool. And the Avatar thing still looks pretty good, but I don't see Avatar people going. I don't even know if there are Avatar people. There are definitely Star Wars people. Yeah, I, I, yeah. a lot of people bought tickets to both the movies, so yeah, but there's surely like, some. But I, I don't, don't, know how don't many... think there are many people feel... who are, like, chomping at the bit for Avatar. Like, the Star Wars fans are weirdos. The Avatar fans are people who went and saw that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, the timing for that's going to be interesting. Because, like, isn't there, like, the third Avatar movie, like, coming... It's got been close? delayed for a year. I guess if they work with the studio to use that properly as a stopgap and maybe keep interest going, it could work. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking if they if they came out close enough to the movie, maybe there would be some... I think it's if it's good enough, it's good enough, and it'll yeah. do well. But it's also got a very... I think it'll have a very fine line between good enough and not good enough, and the not good enough, it's going to just die in the ass. I think it's going to be one of those games where people... Its reviews are going to be really important. Um, yep. And it, it doesn't happen that often. Average is at least 8 out of 10s, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. If, if it's hitting that 8 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10 mark, I think it'll be... It'll do well. If it anything less than that, it'll be an abject failure. There won't be anything in between. Yeah, I, I guess yeah. My, my theory for us to all go out and like bummers is maybe not how this thing has played out. Um, I just want to quickly mention the crew motorfest because I actually, thanks to Ubisoft, got to play that. Um, yeah, they're making Forza that I can play in a PlayStation, basically. So they- <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it plays like Forza, except it, it does have its own little spins. There's some nice little... Uh, like, I had this one race where 
I was in an old Chevy and they're very kind of car. They've got these playlists based around certain types of vehicles and in this classic playlist, I was in this like 1960 Chevy and obviously it doesn't have GPS. So I didn't have GPS. It doesn't have cruise control and all those things. Um, and so to navigate around the island, I had photos and I had to watch the, the, the environment and it had like a photo of like a, a, you know, a a road sign and then an arrow pointing off to the right, you know, so I turned right at the the road sign and they just pop up and that's how you'd navigate your round. More attention. It could actually help. Yeah. It was, it was actually a really cool way to. I'll say something I fucking loved about Shenmue was asking people for directions to just find my way around that city. Um, I was my favorite thing about that presentation was that the lead director of that game or whatever had the exactly the French accent that you want <laughs> from <Uzi. laughs> like it was you imagine an Eng- a Frenchman speaking English that is exactly what you want he was bang on bring him out every time for every voiceover <laughs> it, it, it wasn't quite John Cleese from Monty Python <laughs> it's holy grail but you know no I mean it, the thing was it was real as well like oh my gosh like yeah, yeah. cool I can listen to this guy talk <laughs> for the next hour <laughs> yeah, it actually played really well. So I just wanted to give that a prop because, you know, it it played way better than... Like, the first two crew games were solid but unspectacular and lacking personality in a big way. This doesn't seem that way. They've... they've smaller scope, again, uh, they've gone smaller. Like Assassin's Creed, they've gone smaller and it seems more exciting to people because they're not yeah. just... Empty space. I just want to be able to see the content and like not spend half an hour every time like getting from checkpoint to checkpoint. Yeah. Like yeah, and that that's exactly that point about Assassin's Creed. Like I watched the the gameplay trailer for Mirage a little earlier today as prep, and it's just like sign me up because this is just giving me the vibes of those early games oh yeah. so much. Um, and it's smaller. It's just one city. It's Baghdad. It's all about that parkour and stealth again. It's not gigantic open worlds. That take yeah, a million hours to finish. It, yeah. it, it, it like wanted to like, reflect on is a, just such a great game as Witcher Three was. Does it actually have a lot to answer for in terms of what it did to like a lot of other games? It did, <laughs> and I think Ubisoft have nailed that open world before, but they also miss it. Like it's, it feels like for every one they nail, there's one they miss. I was like so, enjoying like, the vibes of Valhalla for a while, and at some point I was yeah. just like, I need to quit. It's too big. like I just yeah. I can't do this anymore. Like there was something in here that I could have loved, and it's just been. I loved Odyssey. I thought Odyssey was great. I thought they t- they missed it with Valhalla. It was just too big. Odyssey had enough story to drag me through, uh, whereas Valhalla, there's just so much busy work. And, yeah, it, it missed it. So I was really excited to just go to that more linear kind of, here's the city, stalk that place and get to know it. And, like, in the original yeah. Assassin's Creed, you knew the cities because you'd traversed them, you know. You knew Florence. Yeah. You knew... You, because... You've been playing in it for so long, whereas, you know, in Origins and Odyssey, you don't know one location from another. And there's something to be said about that versus having to look yeah. at the fucking GPS all the time. Yeah, your your BC GPS. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, that that that's definitely a thing. Just like being able to learn those spaces, I think there's something just magical about that. So yeah, like I'm really looking forward to seeing how um, Mirage fares. Once it launches. And that, that stealth ability where he gets to like tag three people. Yeah. Here we go. It was in Splinter yeah. Cell and purest Splinter Cell purists hated it, but I fucking oh. loved it. Oh. It was so good where you could mark people and just go bang, bang, bang. Um, same thing in Assassin's Creed. It looked really good in Star Wars Outlaws actually. In fact, the way that animation played out was like super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'd give me that mechanic in every game. If that's Ubisoft's <laughs> trademark mechanic, I'll have it. If yeah. they want to yeah. get rid of towels and put that in, then yes, by all means. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I, will, I will sign off on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm going to stick vaguely to the disappointment. I'll change it. What is like just the dumbest thing that you think you saw? Last week. Twisted Metal fucking trailer. <laughs> and apparently the guy making it is like a big Twisted Metal fan as well. I feel kind of bad about that was feeling bad stupid. about it. Like that looks almost as bad as that One Piece trailer that dropped over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I've got to stick with Marathon. I'm just, I'm just so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you were to like call out like Ubisoft is still trying to get stuck skull and bones out there. Like I just feel bad for that team though. Um, uh, no, but in my case, actually, there was one worse thing. There was no Nina oh, I... at Devolver. Oh. Nina was missing from Devolver. So was the Plucky Squire. Um, mm. No, but for me, it's like easily finding out that not only is that Sony cloud only handheld real but that it just looks even dumber than i could possibly have imagined (laughs) yeah like yeah i know we've been dumping on like apple's vr headset a lot but in terms of like companies just trying to force people to want something that they don't want and like just trying to convince us on it that is peak level right there like the shit that that thing doesn't do and how just unlifestyle friendly and like how they Literally just saw the controller in half and stuck a broken switch inside. Look, I've got <laughs> a phone. Is, it can is, do yeah, it already. Literally what I was saying a couple episodes was like, just make like an official controller for a phone. And the like backbone. maybe, no, like basically yeah. make your own backbone. Like maybe if you need to put a little hardware in there for it to stream PS5 stuff a little bit better and do that. And at least it's not completely dumb. But what they've yeah. done is just so stupid. I cannot believe it's actually coming out. Like I really like thought, just, I really thought that that was just made up. Yeah, like in this day and age, you know, it's a lot more people are at home. Like, if, if people are if people are going to game outside the home, they're going to be taking switches or Steam decks or whatever, right? Mm. You've got to you've got to have a thing. And honestly, after how Sony have treated their previous handhelds, I'm already skeptical if they're going to announce a, an, an actual handheld. This thing is yeah. just the thing is, it's they could even like if they. Looked at, like, apparently I've never actually used it. Like, if they looked at Chiaki, which is apparently much better at streaming PlayStation stuff than the official app, and, like, mm. raised the game of their own app, or, like, a premium version of that, and, like, just sold it for, like, 10 bucks on Steam. Yeah. As, like, just a Steam Deck access your PlayStation games easily, it would still make more sense to me. Yeah, but they'll never, they don't like to play ball with others. They're very much yeah. the, the apple of the con- of the games industry in that they don't like to play with others. They've well, got their own... Weird- Weird point during the PS3 life where, like, you could plug literally anything into that machine and that burned them. Yeah. So, I guess. Yeah. I printed shit out for my PS3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not anymore, though. It's this real wall got- garden going on. So Yeah, ever since Ken left. It's disappointing. Ken's yeah. Uh, it, yeah. You know what? I'd take Ken over. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy cat. Have a Mr. Different... Wetfish Jack Ryan yeah. or whatever his name is. My God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just bring, bring, get the actor who played Kevin Butler and make him the new CEO at the very <laughs> least. <laughs> the very least like, it'll be. Yeah, Ari, Ari Gold from Entourage. If you're going to be like an arrogant dick about it, at least do it in like a wink at the camera fun kind of a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, Ari Gold from Entourage or someone like that. If you're going to go arrogance, go full arrogant, you know? <laughs> At least have some personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe don't turn Marathon into a distraction shooter. But I feel mm. like, an extra- like the thing is it could still be like a very good game. In fact, it probably will be because I have faith that Bungie totally has a talent. Yeah. Bungie no- it's just Bungie an no unnecessary shooting. one. Yep. Yeah, it's like, it feels like, yeah, unless it's like, you know, po- a post-Destiny project or whatever, but it's like, yeah, give no, me a single-player game. And cutting I'd be, your nose off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it was a single-player game. If Sony be... wanted to be behind the times and out of touch, it would have been the perfect time for them to try their hands at the quote-unquote Halo killer again. <laughs> yeah, because it's been, it's been a while since we've had a, a killer... First person shooter. Shoot I'd say Doom Eternal. In particular, yeah, like yeah. I'd say I'd say Doom Eternal was the last genuinely excellent first person single player shooter. Yeah, don't think Wolfenstein's yeah. coming any time soon. We've got Indiana Jones or something instead. Like Indiana first and then Wolf, but yeah, I think I think Doom Eternal was probably the last one, and that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, that means that Wolf's going to come out in like twenty thirty though. Like, it's... Yeah. um. Yeah, anyway, you know what? I have done it. I've dragged us down. We're ending on a depressing note. Congratulations, me. Good job, Pat in the back. <laughs> anyway, Hugh, so thank you very much for, like, coming on, as always. I, I, I mean, you've written about all of this before. Do you have anything else that you want to pimp that is coming up? Uh, I will have an Aliens uh, review coming when I finish the game. I'm not going to quite make embargo for it, but it might still be up. I'll also have a video review of the latest uh, Elder Scrolls Online expansion, Necrom. Uh, and then, you know, the usual guff that goes up on Player 2 all the time. The guff. All the guff is mm. user's fault, except for when he's on the Facebook group chat saying, can somebody else please post some guff for me today? <laughs> I need more guff writers. Rob, have you, have you written any guff lately? Um, I had a review go up last week of the PlayStation port of Terminal Velocity Boosted, which takes the 90s uh, awesome uh, air combat arcade shooter. And does and, next to nothing to it by the looks of it. Yeah, it actually takes a few <laughs> steps backwards, <laughs> uh, which is a bit of a shame. It's a like a cheap, a, a cheapo rehash that, yeah, does not do justice. Um, and I'm going to try and look into, now we've got Next Fest coming, try and see if we can find a few... Yeah interesting demos to to check out for the for some places um you have anything on beyond the scan lines that i um, remembered your thing uh i uh, i had a last one i've been at a slower release rate so i had a look at um phm pegasus from lucasfilm games which was the game i don't even a, know what that is that is a hydrofoil combat sim that is the first step that would lead towards like them doing x-wing because um, they hired Larry Holland to do that project, and then that had a sequel that he worked on. Then he did the World War Two Flight Sim trilogy, and then X Wing. Okay, so there's some stuff I know about mixed in there. Yeah, so it's sort of like I've had that sitting around for a while, and I sat there and played it, and then I was just looking up some of the stuff behind. It's like, oh, oh, that's really what made it more interesting. Yeah, it was yeah. like the connections. Um, bit of a bit of an average game, but leads to leads to greatness down the line. I, should, I, I guess to... I guess I should ask as well. Do you do you want to pimp your like bird site handle anymore? Um, look, it's it's yeah, it's my name, Rob underscore Caparetto. I mean, I'm still there until it implodes. We expect um, you to um spell that correctly, everybody. Um, yeah, uh, it'll be in the show in the show notes, I you mean, know, I, as yeah, it goes. It, it will like make it nice and clickable. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'm still at pretend beard there as well, but I I know like we've been joking, making this joke for like the last half year now, but it's really starting. I'm really starting to feel how Wasteland... 
Yeah. Yeah. It's really, like, really starting to take form. Like, I feel ads, like I've lost people, like, who are, like, just cool people on YouTube Twitter for the rest like, of my life. Like, the ads and... are just, like, this, this, like, it's, like, every three tweets is an ad, and it's for, like, some crashing thing that's, like, the spawn of, like, what's worse than Wish or something. Like, yeah, it also yeah. just feels like, and I guess we're amongst this, just a bunch of outlets that I follow, like, posting stories and there's nobody left to